Hey everyone! Welcome to the First Press Podcast for Kids. I'm Miss Beth, and I'll be telling you another Bible story this week. After the story, I'll ask some questions you can talk about with your family, and then I'll suggest an activity that your family can do together. And that's it, nice and simple. So find a good listening spot, and let's get to the story. This week's story is from the Old Testament book of Ezra. Our story begins with a battle. At first, it was a battle between God and his people. You see, the kings of Judah, which is what the land of God's people were called at the time, became more and more evil. Because God loved his people, instead of punishing them, he sent messenger after messenger to remind them to follow his commandments and obey him. But the kings jeered and mocked the prophets until finally there was only one way for God to get through to them. God sent the army of the Babylonians to do battle with Judah. The Babylonians defeated God's people, took the survivors prisoner, and carried them off to live in Babylon. Now they were exiles, people forced to leave their home and live in a foreign land. God's people lived as exiles in Babylon for 70 years, serving the king and the people of Babylon. People longed to go home again and live in the land God had given them. Many of them realized how they had disobeyed God, and they prayed that He would forgive them and allow them to return home. After 70 years, God decided the time was right for His people to return to Judah. By this time, the Empire of Persia had defeated the Babylonians, and King Cyrus of Persia was ruling most of the world. So God spoke to Cyrus's heart so that he made a decree. King Cyrus said, The Lord, the God of heaven, has appointed me to build a temple for him at Jerusalem in Judah. Any one of the Lord God's people who is called by God should go and help to build the temple. Those to choose to stay here should still contribute to the building of the temple by giving gold and silver and other gifts. So now... A large group of God's people made the long journey back to their homeland, to the city of Jerusalem in Judah. They were no longer exiles. They had come home. When they arrived, they found the city in ruins. The beautiful temple which Solomon had built many years before had been set afire and burned. The walls of the city had been torn down and rubble lay all around. Seeing all the destruction hurt their hearts. And everyone offered their gold, silver, and other gifts to the leaders for rebuilding the temple, but it would take many, many months to accomplish the task. Now, all around Jerusalem were smaller towns where some people were still living. Many of these towns were places where the families of the exiles had lived before the battle. The exiles who had now come home settled in these towns and started their new lives there. After everyone was settled, they began to rebuild the temple. The very first thing they did, before they even set one stone in the ground, was rebuild the altar and offer sacrifices to God, following God's law. Finally, they began to lay the foundation which would support the new temple. And when the foundation was laid, the priests and leaders of the people dressed in their worship robes brought out trumpets and cymbals and began to lead the people in worship the way that King David had taught them long ago. God is good. His love to Israel endures forever, 
the priests sang for everyone to hear. And all the people raised a mighty shout of praise to God because the foundation of God's holy temple was laid and the building had begun. There were some people there who were old enough to remember Solomon's temple that had once stood in the same place, and they wept. They wept in sadness because they remembered how beautiful the temple had once been. And they wept for joy because now it was being rebuilt. The people who didn't cry shouted for joy. And the sound of crying mixed with the sound of the shouting. And it was so loud and made so much noise that no one could tell what was shouting and what was crying. And the sound was so loud it was heard far off in the distance. And so, after many, many years, the people worshipped God in that place again. This story from God's Word, just like all stories from God's Word, is our story, because we are God's people. When we hear stories from God's Word, it's always good to wonder about them, to ask questions, and to talk about what the stories reveal about what God is like and what we are like. Did you know that a story can tell you something about yourself even if you aren't in the story? That's one of the things that questions are for. They help us to put ourselves in the story and learn something about how to live. So I have some questions for you and your family. I wonder what you'll learn about God and about yourself by answering them. Ready? Here we go. Question one. God's people just kept ignoring the messengers he sent to them and went on disobeying God, not following him. When have you ever done that? Ignored something God's word said and done what you wanted to do. Question two. God's people were in exile for a long, long time. What do you think they might have learned about God? during that time. Question three. In the story, I told you that exile means being forced from your home to live in a foreign land, away from everything you know. Do you think you can be in exile if you are forced to stay home and live away from everything you know? Does that sound like anything that has happened to you recently? This story makes me think about what it has been like for our church family during the coronavirus pandemic. We haven't been in the kind of exile where we have to live in a foreign place, away from everything we know and love. But we have been in the kind of exile where we can't spend time with all the people we care about. We can't do the things that we're used to doing, and we can't be together as a church family to worship God. We are in exile from our church building. Now, lots of us have found ways to stay connected to our church family on Zoom and with cards and letters in snail mail. And starting last week, small groups of people were allowed to come to the church building to worship together. But we still can't have our whole church family together, and we are looking forward to the day when we can all be together at the church to worship God as one group, the way the exiles did when they returned to Jerusalem and began to rebuild the temple. I wonder how we will celebrate when that time comes. I wonder what songs we will sing together. 
I wonder what part of coming back to church you are looking forward to the most. Do you remember in the story when I told you what the exiles found when they returned to Jerusalem? The temple had burned down and the walls that protected the city had been torn down and the city was in ruins. Did you notice the first thing that the people began to fix? The temple. Now, I think some of us might have thought it was really important to start by rebuilding the walls that protect the city. If we built the walls to protect us, then we could rebuild all the other parts of the city, including the temple, without worrying about our enemies attacking us, right? But that's not what the people did. They started with the temple. And I think that shows they knew that honoring God was the most important thing they could do. Before they were exiled, they didn't put God first. But while they were living in Babylon, they learned to make following God the most important part of their lives. So when they went back to their homeland and started to rebuild the land, they began with what would honor God. They made God the most important. So why don't you play a game with your family to help you think about what's most important to you? Ask each other a bunch of what's more important questions. I'll give you some to get started, and then you can make up your own. What's more important, books or toys? What's more important, food or water? What's more important, beaches or amusement parks? School or sports? Pets or parents? Family time or homework? Now make up some of your own. And remember, when you say that something is more important, you have to say why you think that. And when you're done, finish with one last question. What's more important? All the the things you said were more important or God? Why? And what do you do to show that you think God is more important than all those other things? It's time to stop for today and finish with a prayer. Most holy, most loving, most forgiving, most important God, we need to put you first. And sometimes we don't. Sometimes we choose family time or friends or sports or money. Please forgive us. Give us reminders and messages to put you first and fill us with your spirit so that we won't ignore the messages like your people did a long time ago. Help us to remember that you love us every day, no matter what. And because you do, we have your power to go out in the world to love other people in your name. Amen.